0: Well, okay, I don't know if you picked up on it, but it is Mother's Day. Uh, a lot of things going on. Mothers are, are, are that, that's a unique role, and even though Ron has never experienced it, nor have I, Ron. Uh, there, there, there's a, a, how would you describe mom? You know, I mean, people work about What, if you had to use one word to describe, you know, a great mom, what would that one word be? Joella, okay, that's a, that's a name. And, 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 I agree with it, but that's not exactly what I'm looking for, but I appreciate that. <laughs> what, what do we got? Sacrifice. I can't hear you. Sacrifice. Sacrifice okay. Carey. Patient, Carey. caring, yeah. nurturing. Yeah. Who said that? You did. Okay. Loving. Loving. That was your second answer, but okay. <laughs> Sacri- self, not just sacrificial, but self sacrificial. Yeah. There's all kinds of things. Uh that describe mothers. And I, I know if we really think of it, our moms have taught us a lot. And this is the first Mother's Day in my experience that we're actually got a mother going to help bring the lesson. Now she's not here necessarily to praise motherhood because that'd be a bit self-seeking, but she's <laughs> yeah. But my mom, I know, has taught me many things. Phyllis, as a mom, has taught me many things. Like, for instance, taught me the practicality of thinking things through before you act by saying things like,
1: I just finished cleaning the house. If you're going to kill each other, do it outside. All
0: right. (laughs) My mother taught me the wisdom of planning ahead.
1: Make sure you wear underwear in case you're in an accident.
0: Although, depending upon the accident, that might not help. (laughs) My mom taught me the the nuances of irony.
1: Oh, keep crying and I'll give you something to cry about.
0: (laughs) How many of you have heard that one? Or, yeah, or the great value in anticipation.
1: Just wait till we get home. Or wait until your father gets home. Oh,
0: all right. <laughs> my mother, my mother taught me about justice.
1: One day you'll have kids, and I hope they turn out just like you. <laughs> just, <laughs>
0: and so, lastly, uh, more appropriate for today, my mom taught me about religion.
1: You better pray that comes out of the carpet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Moms teach us a lot of things, but there's so many different things to describe Mother, and, and, and Reuben, you, have the, you win the prize because you mentioned the one that we're going to talk about today, and that is nurturing. Nurturing is one of those words. As, as a matter of fact, when someone is very nurturing, we often say that they, they are being very maternal, okay? And even that word maternal means denoting feelings associated with or typical to a mother, so nurturing and maternal are almost synonymous because the definition of nurture is to promote growth, to furnish, to sustain, uh, to provide for. Now, we understand not everybody, you know, not everybody uh, had moms who were loving and nurturing. We all come from different backgrounds and, and different histories. Uh, for example, myself, uh, both my parents were, were, were there and very loving and supporting and nurturing to me
1: but mine were very different than that by the time I came along my brothers were nine and ten years older than I am life was I'm gonna say chaotic and difficult so therefore there was a lot of life situations that really my mom was not able to nurture and to love me and as I grew older I was able to understand that sometimes emotional and life situations just were not, she was not able to do that and be that for me.
0: However, it's Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And the Bible does call us to honor our father and our mothers. As a matter of fact, that, that phrase, if you look it up in the Bible, it comes up in Exodus. It comes up in Deuteronomy. You jump to the New Testament. Jesus mentions it two separate occasions, which is recorded in Matthew. And then two separate occasions are also recorded in Mark luke records jesus saying it i don't know what john's deal was he did not record it but paul does say it in the book uh, the epistle to the ephesians and this is so we see it all over this principle honor your father honor your mothers and so today is a special day to honor mothers
1: you know paul describes the spirit of nurture of a nurturing mother in first thessalonians chapter 2 verses 7 and 8 when he said oh. Just as a nursing mother cares for her children, so we cared for you. Because we loved you so much, we were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well. So this morning, in the spirit of nurturing, we want to talk about this morning how we, for a while, we honor all mothers and acknowledge their special roles in in our lives. But we want to share a message of hope and encouragement to everyone this morning by sharing something that we all can benefit from. Because if we can embrace this spirit of nurturing to one another, it will benefit each one of us personally, and it will benefit the church as a whole. And there's a Proverbs. You know there's always a Proverbs for everything, <laughs> right? So Proverbs 11:25 25 says, Yes, the liberal man shall be rich. By watering others, he waters himself. He who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. So don't we all want to be rich? (laughs) This isn't monetary. This is about spiritual. This is about inward richness. So when we nurture, when we water, when we help someone, really we're getting it back a ten times fold. So we are the ones that are... Are rich when we give and nurture to others so
0: so I so as a mom okay you get to share mm-hmm. uh, from your perspective then and as a grandma Graham's right what drives you to be nurturing to your kids and your grandkids
1: you know he's asked me this all week um, and I just had to sit for a couple <laughs> of days and think about it because that's a really that's a As a mom, as a parent, you think about that. That's very deep. It's got many layers to it. Each depth has layers. So it's really hard to put into words, but I will try. Um, I think now being a grandparent and looking back on all the stages of our kids and even where our kids are now, my heart, my desire is to give all of myself to them to help them to know that they are loved, to be there to help them physically, emotionally, spiritually, to be their biggest cheerleader. To know that when they come home, they can come home when they're hurting. They can come home to celebrate. They can come home to just be that. That my love for them is just unconditional, and that they are, yeah, that they are just deeply loved and cared for.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Some people will say, well, that's great, but that's just not me. You know, I'm not nurturing, but I don't believe that. I believe all of us have within us this drive to be nurturing. I think it's part of what drives us to to seek a a spouse, to seek a partner, to seek a mate. I think it's what drives us to to have children, whether it's biologically or to adopt. Uh, it, uh, It sneaks up on us in a kind of a special surprising way as grandparents, mm-hmm. you know, you think I'm done with that nurturing thing. And then all of a sudden it just comes back over you all over again. It's probably what drives some of us to have pets and treat them better than we treat our friends
1: and our spouse, and yeah. spouses. Yeah.
0: It's, it, with men, it, it is expressed in how we like to with projects and things. We want to fix stuff. We want to rescue people because that's what we do. Women, it, it tends to come up. That's what drives you to say, how was your day? Tell me every detail. Tell me how you feel about every detail. And all of these things. <laughs> it's this drive to be nurturing. And I think that drive comes from the fact that deep down, we all want to be nurtured. Mm-hmm. We all want to be valued ourselves. And when we look at this and we seek to be nurtured and we seek that nurturing, we see God giving it to us. And then when it dawn's on us, God's giving it to me. So I can give it to others. And like Phyllis said, this is not just motherhood nurturing. This is being nurturing to one another. I want to look at a passage in Romans 16. Now, Romans 16, this is one of those passages that sometimes we call them, some people call them throwaway passages. You know, they're just kind of, Paul's just going through. Say hi to this person. Say hi to that person. Tell this person I said hello. And we tend to just skip over all of those, right? And so we run into one of those in verse 13. But if we dig a little deeper, we can find some nuggets in there uh, of wisdom. He says, great Rufus. Don't you love that name? I had a great cousin named Rufus, really, in my family. But okay. Great Rufus, chosen in the Lord, and his mother, who has been a mother to me too. Now in the Greek, it could be, technically it would read, Rufus and his mother and mine too. And it could be rufus's mom and my mom but i don't think that's what he's getting at i don't obviously the translators of the niv doesn't think so either they kind of helped us out by saying she's been a mother to me and i think that's what paul was getting at this woman whoever she was uh uh, has been a mother to me and and when you think about paul he was an adult he was a he was a grown man uh didn't live there Okay, this wasn't his hometown that he grew up with. Whoever Rufus's mom was, evidently they met later. He's the most influential leader in the church around the world, the known world at the time. Yet he needed somebody to nurture him. He needed that in his life. And we sometimes think of nurturing as what we do with the little ones. You know, what we do with the young. And that's true, that is an aspect of nurturing we're going to talk about in just a second, that aspect of growing and raising up and training. But there's a whole nother aspect of nurturing that's more temporal, it's more situational, it's more of the a, 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 a act of giving comfort, giving encouragement, giving support in different situations, and I believe that's what Paul said, man, she was like a mother to me. She was what I needed when things got rough.
1: And you know, this is a lesson that all of us can learn can learn from men and women. So and like Tracy said, we don't know what her name was. So I gave her a name. Rufus's mom is Natalia, the nurturer or nurturing Natalia, whatever. But it's Natalia, one Natalia. way or the other. Natalia. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Just wanted to be able to remember that. <laughs> um, but you know, it's so important to give to other people, to nurture to other people, to support them and comfort them. And if we have learned anything in this last year i mean i was thinking what has it been 14 going on 15 months with COVID, and i'm sure we were all thinking about it in january of 2020 we just didn't know what we were calling it yet but we were our concerns were being raised back then but so anyway it just made me think of these comments that i've heard in this last 15 months but things that we have all felt at one level or another, and how we can have been supportive and giving to one another. But I just wanna go through some of these these phrases. Like, you know, have you had someone come to you and just say, you know what, this is impossible. I think I'm losing my mind. I don't know if I can go on. It's just impossible to, especially balancing life and motherhood and and home and children and, you know. So when that happens, you know, we can turn to them and say, you know what, I got you, I understand. But you know what, God says, God says all things are possible with Him. So let's go to God. Let's pray to God together. When someone comes and they say, you know, I'm just tired. I mean, I am tired. I, I'm tired. Do you understand? I'm tired. <laughs> you know, I mean, just, I'm tired. Because all you can say is, I'm just tired. And, you know, we can go, yeah. I'm tired. Maybe you're a little bit more tired than I am right now, but we can remind them that God that God says that Jesus says, Come to me, come to me, and I will give you rest. You know, and then when someone may come to you or may have come to you in this last year and say, I I can't, I just can't anymore. I can't go on. I mean, just I'm at the bottom. You know, I was up here, and now I'm way down here, and I don't see a way out. And we can look and say, yeah, I'm, I'm at the bottom too. So you know what? God says that my grace is sufficient for you. And when you're at your lowest, when I'm at my lowest, I'm at my best. So let's see how God is going to lift each other up. All right? Or when, you know... Gosh, how many people have felt this in this last year that I just can't figure things out. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to plan. I don't know where my life is going. I just feel lost. Yeah, I get it. But you know, one of my favorite scriptures is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Lean on Him. And He, our God, is going to make our path straight. So, you know... If we read the Bible through the, looking for nurturing or nurture, we're going to find it everywhere. God is constantly nurturing us through his word. What a blessing. Because you know what? We turn around and we give that to somebody else. So, you know, we had Natalia, the nurturer, nurturing Rufus. Who can you be, Natalia the nurturer, this week? Think about it. Who is someone that you can encourage, that you can give strength to this week? Not your spouses. Okay? Sorry, Devin. Yeah, Yeah, not your spouses. (laughs) You know, and just, you know, Emily mentioned Joella. Oh my goodness, haven't we all benefited from her nurturing? Cards on Mother's Day, Father's Day, spiritual birthdays, anniversaries, physical birthdays. Arbor Day. Maybe Arbor Day, Easter, <laughs> Valentine's Day, I mean Christmas. I mean this and her, her cards are filled with courage and strength and comfort. I mean what a woman. You know I think Joella is someone that we just need to imitate more often. She's just that type of person. So this week, whether you're a man or woman, because you know Natalia was a woman, but Rufus was a man. It doesn't have to be women just encouraging women or men just encouraging men. It can, we can cross gender here, because um, we are brothers and sisters. We are a family. I know in our family, we just don't say, okay, just the girls encourage the girls and just the boys, you know. We encourage one another. Um, so think about it. Is it going to be a call? Is it going to be a Are you going to be able to send a note it it's wonderful to get things in the mail not you know just a text or an email but just a word of strength and encouragement it's so encouraging so think about this week maybe encourage two people a man and a woman a brother and a sister
0: awesome now with that in mind I'm going to read another passage this is in Hebrews chapter 10 and what Phyllis shared about okay God nurtures us so we can nurture one another And I'm going to read this passage that we often quote. It's more familiar than the Romans 16 passage, but I want us to think about it in in the the context of nurturing, okay? It says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened uh, opened for us through the curtain, that is his body, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God Now, we think about this in the context of nurturing. What he says is, is, guys, spur one another on towards love. That's how you nurture one another. He says, guys, spur one another on to good deeds. That's how you nurture one another. He says, guys, don't give up meeting together. In other words, be there for each other. Be there for each other. That's how you nurture. And then encourage one another. And he says, why do I do this? Because he says, look at all of what God has done for you. He allows us to enter into his presence with confidence. He's there for us. He doesn't give up meeting with us. He says, no, come on, let's meet. He gave us a great high priest to represent us, to defend us, to support us when we need it and we can't support ourselves. He cleanses us from all guilt. He's there to say, yeah, I know you messed up, but you know what? We can make it through this. We can do this together, and I'm not going to hold this over your head. And then it says he is faithful and trustworthy. That means he's just there all the time. That's how he nurtures us. And he says we need to nurture one another the way God nurtures us. So as we think about that, don't just think about mothers, although it's Mother's Day and we do that, and mothers are very nurturing, but we need to be that for one another. And then there's that other aspect of nurturing, the teaching part.
1: Oh, yes. You know, there is another aspect, like Tracy said, teaching, training, raising up. And, you know, the Bible speaks often of the older women or older men, both older people, (laughs) teaching the younger. And we constantly have people going through different life stages. So I'm just going to share for a little bit. And I know that our numbers may be off just a little bit. So, grace, please. Um, uh, just some things that Tracy and I have noticed in the past five years in our church, in our family right here. So, in the past five years, we have had 12 couples get married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in the past five years, we've had 24 babies born. So, in the past five years... <laughs> I know, some people
0: we... have helped along more than others, yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs>
1: In the past five years, we've had 11 couples become empty nesters. In the past five years, we've had at least nine-plus people retire. We kind of lost count with that. (laughs) And, you know, we have, I'm going to say, a gem of older women. They're diamonds, they're rubies, they're sapphires. Oh my goodness. I love to sit at their feet and learn from them. So much wisdom, spiritual mat- maturity, joy, and love that we can learn from. And I'm sure there are older men like that. Oh. I'm just with the women more often. So I'm speaking, I'm speaking Giving you the for benefit the
0: women. Of
1: and if you think about it, you know, last week we honored our graduates. I mean, we've had three graduating from high school. Is it 11 or 14 from campus? Eight this year. Oh, eight. Eight. Okay. I was thinking more. Well, maybe they, they I'm adding... Also,
0: they also talk about people who kind of graduated, but now they're moving out of the campus ministry. Yeah. That was three off. There. Okay. Yeah.
1: maybe. Yeah. Anything can throw me off. <laughs> anyway, so we, you know, we've got young people entering new stages of life not just our marriage but just entering new stages and you know we need to be nurturing each other through these stages we don't i love to i know that there are women here and i know that there are men that go you know what i'm just going to go after this brother i'm just going to go after this young sister i'm gonna i'm gonna be in their life i love Mm -hmm. that and we need that and we need more of that We don't need to wait for the leadership to say, hey, when are you going to do something? No, do it, because you know what? That's your family. This is your family. And we have so much to offer. Each and every person here has so much to offer. You you have life experience. You have your walk with God. You just have work experience. And you may think, "Fellas, you don't know my life. I can't. I can't share yeah you can because some of us who have had some really traumatic things in our lives those with those are the lessons we've learned the most from and those are the lessons that people will benefit from Mm -hmm. so I think yeah every single person in this room and online or whoever's watching you have something to give you've had lots of successes and we've all had some failures. And, you know, I mean, our kids call us up and ask us for advice. Now, they know and God knows that we were not perfect parents. (laughs) But they still call us, and they go, hey, what do you think about this? Or, hey, this is going on. Because they know that, you know what, we've been where they've been. We understand that part of life. And we've made some mistakes, and we're going to teach them from the mistakes, or we're going to share with them what other people have have taught us. So we all, all of us have something to give.
0: Exactly. And I want, I want to reiterate that point because I do hear a lot, like people said, you don't know, man, I've made so many mistakes in my marriage or I've made so many mistakes with this or that. I don't have anything to offer anybody else. The truth is you may have more than anybody else because mm-hmm. usually it's the mistakes that teach us the biggest lessons. All right. So don't use that as an excuse. We can nurture one another. And help one another and we need to that's all of it all of it's a part of nurturing mm-hmm. yeah there is that that building up that training up that helping people through as phyllis said those stages and changes in life that we're our church we're going all through them okay and we've all got somebody or several somebody's here who's been through it before mm-hmm. and we need to nurture one another through it and then also though we need that more Uh, 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 Situational nurturing Where someone's going through something hard Or someone's going They just need somebody to come up to them Put their arm around them Support them, encourage them Be there for them Spur them on It's just like a mom Just like a mom Moms are there for their kids They raise them They train them They teach them They help them mature and they grow And sometimes they're doing that And sometimes all they need to do Is just hold them and kiss their boo-boo And make it all better Sometimes you just need mama to do that. That's what we need to be for one another. Sometimes we need to disciple, train, teach, and sometimes we just need to encourage somebody and make them feel like it's going to be all right and make them feel better. I pray that uh, Phyllis and I both pray that you have a great day today. We can honor our mothers in, in whatever way. And like, like, you know, with both of us, our, our mothers have passed. Uh, but we have mothers like Rufus's mom, Natalia. We have other people in our lives, and we can honor them just like I'm sure Paul would honor Natalia as he mentions her in the Bible. So take this day and take this time to encourage those people, and then as Phyllis called us all to do, let's think about this week, two people that I can nourish and encourage this week. One man, one woman. Let's just build one another up in the Lord and support and nourish one another. Amen? Amen? Amen.